So I think that it's totally appropriate this morning, this being the first Sunday of a brand new year, that the scripture lessons for today have this common thread that binds them together that deals with time. You might say that the lessons for today are timely because they talk about time, not just time in general, but about God's time, perfect time, the fullness of time, the time when the time is ripe and the purposes and plans of God are ready to be fulfilled. See, our Old Testament lesson talked about the time when God decided that it was the right time to burst into the silence, into the void of the universe with the light and life of creation. It was time for God to create. And then the psalmist this morning spoke of this eternal nature and timeless power of God's glory and his sovereign reign over all of creation. And then our gospel lesson that Bobby just read to us from Mark talks about the time, the perfect God-ordained time when John the Baptist baptized our Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit descended upon him and God announced very openly and publicly for all to hear, you are my beloved son, in you I am well pleased. See, this was the time of the beginning of the ministry of Jesus Christ to fulfill what had been purposed for him. This was the time proclaimed by the prophets. This was the time when he would begin to save his people. And Paul talks about that in Galatians 4. He talks about this time. He says, but when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son born of a woman, born under the law in order to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God. The fullness of time. The fullness of time. It's a phrase that implies that out of all the seconds, out of all the moments that are continuously ticking away on the clock, this was the chosen moment that is purposed for the plan of God to unfold. This is the perfect time. This is the perfect place for this intersection of the grace and mercy and love of God to cross this trajectory of our lives and intercept it, to redirect it from this path of death and destruction to a path of life and peace and the certainty of hope in Christ. See, the fullness of time has come. And there are many things that we can do with this in a brand new year. Think about all the possibilities for the year ahead. Some of us make resolutions. It's New Year's. Everybody wants to improve something. We resolve to improve something about us in this coming year. 
For example, I have resolved this year to improve my overall health, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I want to be healthier in every aspect of my life so that I can be a better husband, a better father, a better pastor. And I know there will be challenges, but I'm secure in my faith that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so I want to feel better physically is one aspect of that. Now, if I can just brag on my wife, Angela, here for a minute. She's always working to improve herself, and physically, she's in great shape. And so she's my inspiration this year to get myself into this healthier physical condition. I, I heard someone say uh, not so long ago that together, Angela and I are a perfect 10, and I was flattered at first. But see, then I realized that what they meant was that when we stand next to each other, we resemble the number 10. She's the slender one, and I'm the oval-shaped zero, right? And so it's time for me to work on becoming more one than zero. And so I hope this year you're going to see less of me. And that eventually Angela and I will become to resemble the number 11 with a slightly larger one. Uh, it's a brand new year. It's a brand new journal. Any of you journalers in here? Yeah? Have you ever been to Barnes & Noble to the journal section? You get this perfect new book in which you get to write your story. Got a new journal right here. See, my favorite journals are the ones that are bound in leather, and, and I looked for one that has those, those leather straps that wrap around it. It's more of an aesthetic thing, really. It doesn't have any purpose. I mean, you know, it's not going to keep anybody out of your journal if they really want to get into it because it's not a lock. But these straps that round, wrap around your journal, and there's something about unwrapping those leather straps and opening the journal. There's a sense of purpose, intentionality in unwrapping a brand new journal as if in the unwrapping of those bindings, the content that we're about to write on those fresh new pages takes on meaning and significance. And when you open it for the very first time, you don't simply begin to write on those new pages, do you? No, you, you leaf through all of these empty pages and you imagine all the thoughts that are yet to come, all of the ideas and the experiences yet to enter your head or your experience. It's, it's a new year. New years are like empty journals, aren't they? All of the days are like empty pages on which you get to write your story. And the question is, out of all these empty days of 2018, what will your story be? How will you fill those pages? And so here we are in the first week of a new year. And with all this talk of the fullness of time, I'm here to tell you this morning that as a believer in Christ, it's your time. Now is your time. 
And you might be thinking, how is that? How is it my time, Pastor? Well, as a believer in Christ, you are the church. Do we agree on that? It's not about the building. It's important to have a place to sit. But it's not about that. The church, which was established by Jesus in the fullness of time to bring the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to all the world so that none should perish and all would have the opportunity to be saved. Your purpose as the church is to fulfill the mandate of Jesus Christ and to go out into the world sharing your testimony as a Christ follower, sharing the love of Christ, making disciples of him for the transformation of the world. This is the time to be the church. This is your time to be the church. It's your year, 2018. This is the year to bring this community into the saving grace of God. This is the year that Countryside United Methodist Church becomes the intersection where the grace and mercy of God collide with the broken, fallen lives of this community. This is your time. Now, I don't know. Maybe some of us haven't yet made that commitment to Jesus. What if down in my heart, I'm still on the fence? What if I'm unsure of this whole Jesus thing? What does the fullness of time have to do with me? What does the new year have for me? When I look at all the empty journal pages, all of these empty pages, all of the days ahead of me, and I have no expectations that this year will be any better, will be any different, will be anything more for me than all of the other journal entries that I have made in all the days of my life. What if I don't have a relationship with Jesus and I can't see that now in my future? Well, the epistle for today in Acts, Luke wrote just for you. See, Luke wrote in Acts 19 about Paul's missionary journey into Ephesus. And he said, while Apollos was in Corinth, Paul passed through the interior regions and came to Ephesus where he found some disciples. And he said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you became believers? And they replied, no, we haven't even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. In other words, they weren't truly believers. Then he said, into what then were you baptized? And they answered into John's baptism. And Paul says, John's baptism with the baptism of repentance. It was the baptism of repentance. And he was telling the people to believe in the one who was to come. The one who was to come after him. That is Jesus. And on hearing this, they were baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them. 
and they spoke in tongues and prophesied altogether there were about 12 of them what does that have to do with us if we're on the fence see Paul came to Ephesus and he found seekers people looking for the face of God that had not yet found it and they realized that something was not whole that something was not complete in their lives but they didn't even know enough to know what it was they were missing they had heard about the one who was to come from John the Baptist and had even gone so far as to be baptized by him as a sign of repentance from their old way of life they knew they needed to change but they hadn't gone so far as to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior so that they could be fully transformed and receive the Holy Spirit of God into themselves and into their life experience. In other words, somebody had told them about Jesus and they had decided that there was something to this attending church enough to where they were actually there. And being part of a church, they, they thought there might be something to that, that there was something to this Christianity thing, but they'd not fully committed themselves to the Lord as a full-on Christ follower. They hadn't gotten off the fence, as it were. They, they weren't fully engaged in, in discipleship. They weren't fully engaged in Bible study. They weren't fully engaged in ministry out to the community. They weren't fully engaged in commitment to Christ as sovereign in their lives. If, if that in any way sounds like where you might be this morning, then I say to you this morning, it's 2018 and your time is now. Commit to Christ with your whole being. Write a new story in the blank pages of your journal this year. Redirect your path to one of life and peace. Make this year be the year you fully engage in Christ. Make this year be the year of this joyous collision of your life here in this intersection we call countryside. Make this the place where your life collides with the mercy and grace of God. At the risk of overusing a cliche, it'll change your life. Because now is your time. This is your time. The time is now. How many ways can I say that? Now is your time. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>